Sports Central with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Time to talk a little more football on the show and a sensational return uh, for Cristiano Ronaldo to Manchester United uh, in a crazy start to the weekend. You know, how it all unfolded is crazy. Uh, joining me on the show is Elliot Danker from The Breakfast Huddle. First of all, Elliot, hope you had a great break and now you are back. How do you feel? Uh, I, I feel refreshed and uh, Adrian, I really appreciate you taking care of the show for the past two weeks. Uh, it was nice to be able to wake up a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, also you could uh, watch a few more football games and stay I up. I did, in fact. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and a little bit more time, but sensational to say the least. Cristiano Ronaldo back at Manchester United, but just for a few hours, or it looked like he was going to the blue side of Manchester. I I know. And, you know, this question on would he tarnish his legacy? Would he put that at risk? That kept keep coming out. Uh, George Mendes was trying to broker the deal from Paris because if he was in England, he would have to quarantine. So everything was being sped up and we knew we were going to get an answer by Friday night, Saturday morning. And then suddenly, City pull out of the race. Rumours circulating that Sir Alex Ferguson was talking to Ronaldo. Uh, Rio Ferdinand was saying, say it isn't so. Patrice Evra had something to say. And then boom, United, Manchester United. Where did this come from? It's ridiculous, right? So you're looking at the the back and forth. Oh, it was all about City. George Mendes was in Paris to broker the agreement because if you go to England, there's a bit of quarantine involved. Uh, and then suddenly um, City pulls out. Wait, what's going on? We hear rumours of Sir Alex Ferguson calling Ronaldo. And before you know it, by the time you hit midnight, deal done. And United, you know, on the Instagram page, they announced the deal so quickly. He's not officially signed. There's still a medical to go through. But everything's been agreed. It's it's as good as a done deal. And he said goodbye to uh, the Juventus fans already. Wow. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a it's sensational, <laughs> sensational return. I mean, and, and you wake up the next morning and you go, "Wait, was was, was that a dream?" A dream? <laughs> Funny story. Uh, that so I told my wife before bed. I was like, "Wow, this is incredible! It's incredible!" And then fell asleep. And the next morning, my wife says, "You know, you were dreaming last night and you were singing." I'm not sure if it was some kind of a football chart. Viva Ronaldo. No way. way. (laughs) Still couldn't believe it, right? I mean, even now, it it still hasn't kicked it. I mean, we will see him with that United shirt soon. Sure. But it's just, how did it happen? There was... (laughs) When the window started, did you ever think he could leave Juventus? There were rumours, and to be fair, I think Juve were trying to get rid of him for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very sad because when Juve failed at the Champions League, Ronaldo is blamed. When Juve suffer financially because of COVID-19, Ronaldo was blamed. He's coming back to United and he's taking a pay cut. And it will do him well, but the nostalgia and his time at Old Trafford won't mm. be forgotten anytime soon. He won multiple Premier League titles, the Champions League, the Ballon d'Or as well, while he was there. And then he yeah. went on to achieve a lot more at Real Madrid, For Juventus, sure. also with the Portuguese national team. But what does he bring to this United team now? He's now 36. Mm. Um, he comes into a squad which has already brought in Rafael Varane and Jadon Sancho mm-hmm. in this summer transfer window. What does he bring to the team? I think that, I mean, apart from the experience, he knows how to win. He's very determined. He's there to win trophies. You know, the FA Cup and League Cup is a lot more
more possible now, but that's not a Ronaldo thing. He wants more, right? Uh, he offers a lot in that short burst. Uh, he is not the same player as he used to be, but we're talking about a fitness freak has, who has changed his game. So he's got the brains, the football brain, to change his game back into playing in England. He's got the short burst. And how many people can uh, score a header like Ronaldo? I, he, he's he's like Michael Jordan when he flies, <laughs> right? Uh, so that's going to be useful where crosses are concerned and crossing is a big thing in England. Um, don't write this guy off just because he's 36. He knows how to win and he's going to bring a lot of experience uh, to the team. He's he's already lifted the team against Wolves last night. He's not there, but the fans are chanting, Viva Ronaldo. David De Gea and Paul Pogba, speaking post-match, said it's it's already provided us a lift and, and we're excited about it. Everyone is excited. Come on. And he's a proven winner as yes. well. And, and I think to have that alongside the likes of Bruno Fernandes, Paul Pogba, uh, Rafael Varane, as we mm. mentioned, Harry Maguire, the leader of the side. And you know, I just can't wait to see it all happen. Well, we'll have to wait a little bit, though, just after the international break. Uh, but actually, there are clubs who have brought back players. We look at Chelsea with Romelu Lukaku. Sure. The last time we previewed the show, I mean, he started off well, but then against Liverpool, you know, got a little bit found out. But what have you made of some of the bigger teams like Chelsea, uh, the likes of Liverpool, how they fared so far? Mm. Well, I, and just on the back of that, I want to say that Ronaldo returning to United, it's not like uh, where Henri returned to Arsenal. Uh, they're both very different players and they both take care of their bodies very, very differently. Mm. One's a little bit more obsessed than the other. Um, I found, well, it was interesting, right? Uh, Chelsea drawing against uh, Liverpool. Did we see the real Lukaku? Mind you, he was a revelation for Inter Milan, but Ronaldo outscored him in the Serie A. Mm. Uh, great player. I still think Chelsea are one of the favourites, but uh, now that this deal has been done, I'm not too sure if that was the best summer transfer signing. Uh, and, and, you know, you look at it with the amount of money that was spent. Uh, Liverpool haven't really spent a lot of, of money. The Arsenal are the standout team for me <laughs> because they just can't get it right. I think the documentary is going to be very interesting. All or nothing. Three games into the season. It's a, they're the bottom games. of the table. <laughs> Goal difference is like, what, minus nine? I think it's the first time since the since World War Two that they've lost the first three games of the season. And the rumor has it he Mikel Arteta now has what four games left to save his Arsenal mm. career. So just because you're the assistant coach of one Pep Guardiola doesn't mean you'll be a good coach yourself. Exactly, but you know where has it gone wrong for Arsenal exactly? Because they brought in a few players, yeah. they brought in Ben White for yeah. a record fifty million pounds from Brighton. Uh, they've brought in uh, Martin Odegaard, who was there um, on loan last year, yeah. and they brought in um, you know backup left back as well as a young midfielder as well, goalkeeper Aaron Ramsdale for about oh. twenty odd million pounds. Mm. Where did they go from here? Letting go of Martinez. Yeah, um, I think it's about you. You want to buy good players, mm. right? But you want to buy players that have chemistry. Take for example now the speculation on Kylian Mbappe. Ridiculous, 211 million. But everyone also mentions the chemistry that Mbappe has with Karim Benzema. Mm. You look at United, first thing the, when, when, when Ronaldo signs, who made a deal out of it? Rafael Varane, mm. because there's chemistry there. Jaden Sancho, Marcus Rashford. Bruno uh, Fernandes, yeah, Portuguese uh, national team. Portuguese yeah. national team. Um, and likewise, even uh, at Chelsea with Romelu Lukaku, who's going to click with him? It isn't just about who you sign, mm. it's who's going to click with you. 
it's a team sport, right? Not an individual sport. Um, and, and they hoped a lot of that with, uh, Kai Havertz and, uh, Timo Werner, uh, and, and bringing in a German manager to make that all happen. Mm. So that's very important. I think Arsenal haven't really looked into that. They've signed good players. Had they signed the right players? And this is a debate that's going to continue and has been for the past couple of seasons. They haven't signed the right players. You know who they need to come back? I'm telling you, Lukaku goes back to Chelsea. Ronaldo goes back to United. It's time for Nicolas Bettner to go back to Arsenal. Oh, the legend that is Nicolas <laughs> Bettner. But do you actually fear for them? Do you think they could actually do. Uh, go down this season? Uh, they won't go down. Uh, you know, they'll get another manager if they have to. They won't go down. I, What I fear for them and what I feel so sad for them is, you know, these were once, they were once the guys challenging for top spot. It's always uh, one wins the the FA Cup, the other wins the Premier League. And to fall from grace like that, I just feel so sad for a team with so much history, beautiful stadium. In fact, the stadium before this, Highbury, even more beautiful. Mm. Uh, and, and it's sad. I, I feel as sad for Arsenal as I felt with Leeds United when they first dropped. Mm. You know, it's that same feeling all over again. And, <laughs> They don't deserve it. Even though uh, rivals, but a good football club who, you know, without them, uh, the Premier League would be very different. But I think the most interesting part about this Ronaldo deal is that his son, Cristiano Ronaldo Jr., will be playing alongside Wayne Rooney's son (laughs) in the United Academy. How cool is that? That's incredible. Uh, And and I can't wait, you know, 10 years time, you know, to see what that's going to look like. Uh, But I have a question for you. We talked about this at the start uh, of the season, right? How's Jack Grealish been for you at City? I think he's 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 starting to fit in. Yeah, he's really uh, found his groove. But I think it's because Phil Foden is injured. Yeah. But also, based on these performances, I think he's you know this hundred million. Okay, maybe not just yet, but he looks the part. He yeah, certainly does, yeah. and he's providing a lot more flair. You have to understand, Kevin De Bruyne is not really there starting every game and playing no, a full ninety minutes. No. Uh, Gabriel Jesus, Ferran Torres, Ilkay Gundogan. City don't need a Harry Kane. They will be fine. They have the players on the bench. And I think once De Bruyne comes in and Phil Foden comes in, um, you will see Jack Grealish, um, you know, excel further and mm. really, um, you know, develop his game. But still, City, 5-0 winners against Arsenal. Look like... Uh, like a training session. <laughs> yeah, and, and by the way, uh, they're not even top of the table. Top of the table's uh, Spurs, uh, United are in third, Chelsea in fourth, second, West Ham! West Ham, wow. the, just the club I wanted to talk to you about. Before we uh, you know, finish this segment, Mikhail Antonio and uh, Ben Rama, how impressed have you been with these two? You know, I, 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 I like the, the grit that they have shown and it's... It's an upgrade from the David Moyes team that we know. Uh, It starts to remind you of what he could have achieved at Everton. Mm. Perhaps with better signings, or not to say a little bit more time. He, I mean, he did make it to the Champions League, and and you had hoped that that would translate when he went over to United. Uh, Moyes made a joke uh, on Friday night, right? If Ronaldo wants to play in London for a year or two, you can give me a call. <laughs> that was hilarious. But uh, I, I like the grit that they've built. I, I, I think uh, it's a good team. Uh, top four, no, but probably Europa League. Yeah, they've scored a lot Europe of goals league. as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for for a David Moyes, they, they, they've that. been a problem, right? Mm. Uh, they they cause problems to to big teams, and they've done that consistently for the past two years.
the transfer window should be uh, wrapped up um, in a few days' time. Yeah, yeah. Any big signings you're uh, keeping an eye on? Well, I think there are teams to watch out for. It'll still be that Manchester City issue with regard to their striker. Would they sign anyone? Um, you can't help but uh, put eyes on Manchester United. Um, and finally, Liverpool. I mean, they, they haven't really done any business apart from Ibrahim Akonate. Jürgen Klopp looks a frustrated man. And I wonder if something panic might happen. I think all eyes are on Kylian Mbappe and what oh, might God. happen. Because it's ridiculous. He could get it for free next year. Exactly. But, but Real is going to pay, no? Exactly. <laughs> but, but that's the thing, though. Would you? Would PSG, they, t- they should take the money. They should take the money. They want to use the money to get uh, Erling Haaland. Haaland. <laughs> Oh, Which God. will not happen because Borussia Dortmund have made it clear in conversation with Elliot Danker from the Madness. Breakfast Tunnel. As always, we'll be back uh, once again to chat more Premier League football and world football um, as well on the show later. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.